2024. It's President's Day. Who's your favorite president? None of them. I mean, does anyone have like a favorite president? I would say my favorite president is Eric B. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I ain't no joke. So that's to me how I would quantify my favorite president. Uh, But coming up today, we got your Black Hero News. Snoop Dogg is supporting someone. They say that it's not him supporting him for president, but I just feel like the fact that you're doing this now while he's running for president lets us know what we need to know. So we'll talk about that. We're also going to get into why more parents are choosing to homeschool with their kids. All right. And we got our big up let down. It involves a rapper, an airplane mm, and some flatulence. Yikes. And we'll share a moment in hood history since we are still in this Black History Month. All right. Remember, the phone lines are open. one 855 8 That's one 855 It's time to listen, laugh and learn. Amanda Seal show. Hey y'all, it's the Amanda Seal show. I'm Amanda Seals. It's time for some pop culture news. Pop, pop, pop jar. Um, in today's what the hizzle snizzle news. It has been uh, revealed, okay, that uh, Snoop Dogg, he has some endearing thoughts on Trump. Um, In an interview with London's The Sunday Times, Snoop said this about Trump. He ain't done nothing wrong to me. He's done only great things for me. He pardoned Michael Harris. I have nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. Now, Michael Harris is a co-founder of Death Row Records, the record label that played a significant role in launching Snoop's career. And we, you know, we can respect that. Uh, In the past, 2016 to 2018, uh, Snoop was very much against Trump. And y'all know that I am a Snoop fan. I have Snoop's number in my phone. Um, So I don't even want to talk about Snoop because I'll talk to him directly. But what I would like to talk about is just kind of what it means when celebrities at this stature come out and speak their support to um, a candidate and endorse a candidate, right? Do you feel moved by that? Do you guys, does it even affect y'all anymore? Is it really just like a, a headline like any other celebrity tabloid news or does it play into your consciousness? Does it make you say, maybe I'm missing something, et cetera? And if it does, what is it about that celebrity that does that? You know what I'm saying? Like I can say Supreme, like people will tell me like, oh, like I will listen to things that you say because you have been consistent in your value system. You know, you are somebody who's like consistently fact-based in your opinion, um, et cetera. So like they are basing their merit of what Mm -hmm. I say on like things that are of value to them. But I just think that in this situation, um, we are now like in an election year and it's kind of trippy to me when people are saying things Mm. like, well, they never did anything to me. So... I think That's it depends on all that matters. I think it depends on the person, honestly. Like uh Snoop has been in comedy shows. Snoop is, you know, he's an icon, definitely, but I'm not looking to Snoop Dogg for political advice. That's just me personally. Now, someone else, that may be the case, but I I nah. Are you looking to sexy red no, for political advice? No. Are you looking to waka flocka? 
for political advice? No, no. What about Kanye West? Nah, nah. Okay. Would you look to Trevor Noah? Um, nope. Nope. He's a comedian there to me. Like, he's a political comedian, yes. But I don't think he's been in the game long enough with things that I personally care about to... to I appreciate his voice. I like some of his views on things, but you know, I'm the type of person that goes and does the research for myself. So okay, flex. Okay. <laughs> let, let, it be, let it be clear. Let's be clear, y'all. <laughs> I'll, do yes, the research for, I'll do the research for myself too. But if a Trevor Noah was in favor of someone and I was on the fence, it would make me look at it again. Yeah. Because I respect Trevor Noah and his intelligence and his viewpoint. And what I've seen. I don't do. respect that Trevor Noah has not said anything about what's going on in Palestine. Oh, and God. let me just say on record, the reason why is because when you have such an abundance of folks that are speaking without intellect, it makes to it makes it to me like even more of an obligation to folks who have intellect and who are, mm -hmm. you know, very versed on things. It, it feels like an obligation for us to be very loud in not even necessarily taking a stance, but in very, in delineating for people. Like TJ just said that if Trevor Noah spoke about something, she would be curious to at least maybe go check her notes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just feel like that's such an honor to have that in people's, to be that in people's lives. It's, it's um, a lot more respect. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Which is, you know, listen, I have the utmost respect for the capital SOS and WP. DOWGYWC. Everybody knows that. I do, I do feel like this is a um the way that he presented this is to me a bit uninformed and self-centered. I was gonna and, say yeah. Yeah. You know, it and again, remember. Reporters be writing things how how you know how they hear it sometimes, not necessarily how you said it. So I'm leaving I'm I'm leaving room for uh, error. But in in the way this was reported, it was very it was disheartening. So yeah. Uh, but I'd love to hear from you guys. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and I don't know about you, Supreme TJ, and the rest of y'all listening, but when it's Black History Month, I just feel extra appreciation for all of the things that we Black folks have created. The innovation that has come out of us hasn't just come from universities. It hasn't just come from the arts. It's also come from the hood. We welcome you to our new segment, Moments in Black Hood History. A tribute to little-known historical facts that originated in the hood. For today, Kool-Aid. Now, Kool-Aid was invented by a white man in 1927, but it was the Black community that transformed Kool-Aid flavors into colors. Now, we don't have the documented date, but we picture it went something like this. It was a summer day in the South. <laughs> The black mother standing inside the kitchen with a squeaky screen door <laughs> said to her black child, now go and make some Kool-Aid, to which the child replied, what kind, mama? Black mother said, mm, what's that? Um, You know, the red one. And the rest is history. That child intrinsically knew his mother's desires. The words cherry or strawberry or even fruit punch didn't roll off the tongue, no. And they haven't been uttered since. Thank you to Black people 
for simplifying <laughs> the popularization of Kool-Aid flavors. Yes. Because don't nobody know what great flavor tastes like, but we know about purple. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> this has been a moment in Black Hood history. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. I am Josue Amanda Seals. <laughs> and <laughs> if you're wondering why I'm speaking Spanish, then you got to make sure to check out the show wherever you get your podcast. All right. Uh, let's get into some 60 second headlines. DJ Supreme. Here we go. Uh, Tanya Shutkin. The federal judge overseeing Donald Trump's 2020 election interference case is postponing the trial until his appeals plays out on the question of whether presidential immunity protects him from being prosecuted. White privilege lasts the way Black History Month should. 365 days of the year. Absolutely. Uh, Fulton County District Attorney Bonnie Willis has acknowledged her personal relationship with Nathan Wade, the lead prosecutor on the Trump case, but says it doesn't disqualify her. It doesn't, but come on. <laughs> Atlanta, stay Atlanta-ing. <laughs> and again, during Black History Month. <sighs> Disappointing. Welcome home, Franklin. A new peanut special will finally let Franklin, the first black peanut character, sit by white friends, Charlie Brown, Peppermint <laughs> Patty, uh, Linus, Pigpen, and the gang. Wow. Look at Franklin finally getting his just due. Once again, the power, the magical nuance of Black History Month. Jeez. Those are your 60-second headlines coming up. We're going to go to the phone lines to see what's on your mind. All that and more at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I'm not available to take your call right now, but I want to know what's on your mind. So you know what to do with the beep. Leave me a message. Hi, Amanda. I just wanted to comment on celebrities speaking on politicians and elections, uh, specifically Snoop, you know, endorsing oh. Trump, so to speak. My comment is this. People have to educate themselves. We know that. But they have to be aware of this. Just like ministers in the pulpit who tell people how or interpret, you know, scripture for them, and then those people don't go back and read the Bible for themselves, and they mm. get swayed the wrong way or a way, mm -hmm. same thing mm -hmm. with the politics. People need to understand the laws that govern their communities, their neighborhoods, their state. And they also need to be sure that whomever they vote for are really in their corner and they need to know the platform. They cannot just be swayed by what people tell them. There you have it. She right. The thing is, a lot of people don't know how to learn. Literally. Right. Like if you think about it, like you had to be taught how to take notes, how to comprehend mm. material, how to, you know, use critical thinking. Those like learning itself is a skill that you have to learn. You have to learn how to learn. That's a fact. So that's a that's a starting point that I think that we are a bit ahead of ourselves on when we say like y'all got to research. It's like, do y'all even know how to research? Because mm. I know some sometimes you don't even know where to begin. I know I don't sometimes. Keep it locked to listen, laugh, and learn at the Amanda Seals Show. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the city. 
Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Today is February 19th, 2024. Happy birthday if today is your birthday. It is also Cynthia Bailey's birthday. And Seal, you know, uh, it's his birthday as well. He may have gotten a kiss from a rose on this day, right? Yeah. Side note, did you know that Seal's brother did the music for the movie The Book of Clarence? And uh, is also a musician. Yeah, so I thought that was neat. Smokey Robinson also celebrating his birthday today. We got Seal, who's getting kisses from roses. We got Smokey Robinson, who's getting tears from a clown. Okay. Coming up this hour in Blackyard News, we're going to talk about the teacher who has a list of words that she has banned her students from using while they're in class. Words and phrases. You can't say cap in her class unless you're referring to an actual head covering. All right. We also got the big up, let down, and we're going to check the voicemail. All of that's coming up right here on a President's Day edition of the Amanda Seals Show. Call us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. And remember, if you missed any of the show and you want to get caught up, all you got to do is check us out wherever you get your podcast. Type in the Amanda Seals Show, and voila, we are there. We'll be right back, y'all, to listen, laugh, and learn. Don't move. Show. I'm Amanda Seals. It's time to get into some pop culture news. All right, so bust it, baby. Rapper Plies <laughs> <laughs> had some political drip for sale on a recent Instagram post. This is what he had to say. Just real quick. Can y'all help me figure out something? When has America ever feared an old white man running this country? When? <laughs> for the life of me, I thought at some point that's that's the only person y'all wanted to run the country. Now y'all want me to believe, oh, he's 80. Oh, look, his memory is slipping. Oh, he misspeaking. Oh, he uh, saying the wrong word. Oh, he's forgetful. Listen, I believe a lot of things, but y'all can't make me believe that's what y'all are scared of and that's what y'all fear. Now, that may be the subtext you use in his age, but that's not what you fear and what you scared of. What you fear and scared of is, oh, you know if something happens to him, you know if he gets reelected and he can't do the next four years. Oh, you know if he dies. So you're not scared and fearful of his age. But what you is scared and fearful of is his successor. A person who's more qualified politically than the last person who just left office. Now, the thing about this, though, is that they scared, but I don't know why, because Kamala is definitely not out here starting no revolution, okay? It's not like that silk press is going to turn into an afro if she ever became a power, <laughs> let's be clear. But nonetheless, you all had some thoughts on this, and so we're going to do another edition of Amanda in the comments, Amanda in the comments, Amanda goes in the comments, but I'm going to go in the comments as flies. Okay, this is from at Tessa underscore underscore Jacquees. She said... The problem is y'all really think Trump would be a better president when he didn't do shh for four years. He was in office. <laughs> now, Republicans are telling y'all they're going to cut Social Security. Don't give a about infrastructure. They don't care if children starve. They don't want women to have rights. And somehow y'all see that as a better political party than Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is an offensive um, impersonation. You know who it sounds like the barber from Coming to America. Yes. <laughs> and you ain't never met no Martin Luther King. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I'm telling you. You walked up, punched me my face, said, Dr. King. You said, oh, I thought you were somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Garnier JD said, you out of touch at Plies, my brother. Black people are off the Democratic Party and ready to roll the dice with Trump. 
I'm not even going to read the rest of it because he, uh, listen, Man. don't speak for everybody. Don't speak for everybody. Maybe you, Garnier JD, want to roll the dice, which by the way, how are you rolling the dice on something that is already very clearly what it is? <laughs> like, there's no gamble. Like, he's already told you I'm about to come in here and be a fascist and put these white nationalists in power. There's no gamble. You're just like, let's see what racism is like when they turn it up a notch. I, I ain't no. I ain't lived through Jim Crow. Maybe I want to see what that be like. That's what y'all are who say that, okay? Uh, Leo Moon the only said not only he got a black VP they're not afraid of Biden's mortality they're afraid of VP Harris's vitality and ability to take that helm in the event of that is all <sighs> alright the last mm -hmm. one is at she is jewelry she says I'd rather have an old white man than have a racist white man any black person that wants Trump as president over Biden or Harris is insane Listen, both both of yeah. them ain't it, but one of them is like, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> do it how you do it. Jeez. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I actually agree with Plies, and I do agree that this country would love nothing other than for there to be an old white man in charge. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never heard this argument before that white man, old white man can't run nothing. So I think Plies has is onto something here. Now, again, I I will assure everyone who's a, who's concerned. Kamala Harris is going to continue to push the Democratic agenda, which is still very white centered. So you ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all, on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. And uh, let's talk about this, y'all. Okay, so Jamel Hill reposted a list on social media of phrases a teacher said she doesn't want her students using in class. All right, so I'm going to run down some of them. The first one on the list is bruh. No bruh in the class. Mm. Standing on business. So that's a very recent <laughs> list because standing on business just dropped like two weeks ago. <laughs> Not allowed. You ate that up. That's cap. What's up, gang? Bet on God. On my mama. Mm. What's up, G Wade? In the cut with my twin. Gang, gang. Freak <laughs> you mean. Period. What's up, twin? Nye. And it's giving. Mm. It says these words are saying are prohibited in my classroom. If you're caught using these words, you will write a short essay explaining why you choose to use these words in an academic setting to express yourselves. Now, some have said that this is fake. It's not real. But in this America that we live in, where they are constantly just trying to take all things black out of every educational space. Yeah, yeah. I need context. <laughs> was this a black teacher or was what's Yeah. I don't know. But my question is, do you feel like using this language in a classroom is inappropriate? At face value, that's how kids talk. So are they writing it in an English paper? That's or? what I was about yeah. to say. It's a difference between how you're communicating with your peers and how you're communicating with the work, right? Yeah. Like if you're in an English class, um, then I don't think that this necessarily has a place in, you know, you getting across academic ideas. But 
what is that also saying? Is that saying that there is a specific type of language that is more respected than others? Because what that also, some people would argue, is that you're still like um, prioritizing the quote unquote, like the King's English, you know, this yes, idea of like what's yes, proper. Yes. I'm going to use an example of what a possible like Maya Angelou poem would sound like had she used this language. And then you're going to tell me, TJ and Supreme, <laughs> does it take away the impactfulness? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but on gang gang, still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Freak you mean? Why are you beset with gloom? Cause I walk like I've got oil wells standing on business, <laughs> pumping in my living room. Ski. <laughs> you had me to the ski. I was good to the ski. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it, y'all. I'm here for it. I think honestly, Maya would absolutely be in support of that. Mm. Listen, we about language over here, man. And I just think the more tools that we have to express ourselves, the better. So if you can speak two languages and those languages are American Standard English and African-American Vernacular English, baby, you bilingual. Mm -hmm. keep, keep on shining, all right? <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time to get into the Big Up Let Down. Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to classic rapper Jonathan Smith's versatility. Who's Jonathan Smith, Amanda? <laughs> Jonathan, I don't know why I keep saying Jonathan. Jonathan Smith is rapper Little John. Yes. I also just want to shout out Little John for keeping the Lil. You know what I'm saying? A lot of folks, they, they did away with the Lil. <laughs> you know what I mean? Lil Bow Wow said, no, I'm just Bow Wow. You know, Lil Wayne, I don't even think he goes by Lil Wayne anymore. It's just Wheezy. You know, mm. but but Lil John said, no, I'm still, I'm still Lil. Consistent. Uh, and he is not just only still Lil John, but he is versatile because he is advancing his, his work to a whole other space. He's going to be releasing a 10-track guided meditation <laughs> album this Friday, <laughs> February 16th. It's a byproduct of his recent interest in fitness and wellness. I told you earlier on the Super Bowl yeah, show with yeah. Usher, he did look fit, <laughs> you know? I'm actually looking forward to hearing <clears throat> from the crystals <laughs> to the stones. <laughs> he talks in down my balls. Did all these chakras call? <laughs> Wait, from the crystals to the stones. Detoxing down my balls. Did all these chakras fall? Oh, oh ski, ski. Shaka, shaka. That's Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> that, that was a time. That was a time. All oh, shock, shock, got day. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Listen, if Snoop Dogg, if Snoop Dogg can write 
and perform a gospel album. Mm-hmm. Why can't Lil John do a meditation album? Skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, today's down goes to Finnair, a European Airlines passenger's self-esteem. Okay. Mm. In a project by European carrier Finnair, volunteer passengers are being weighed at the departure gate in order to allow the airline to refine weight estimates before the plane takes off. Now, listen, if it's going to keep the plane from going down, weigh me, okay? Weigh me, weigh me. But I get the shame of this. Like, what happens if you get weighed? They're like, nah, not this time. (sighs) That's great. Like, what is the contingency for this? Right? Right? Like, what is the contingency? Are they telling you before you come? Like, listen, we done already got four people on this flight that are at this weight. So if you over this weight, don't even come through. Don't yeah. even book the ticket. How does this work? Now, <laughs> I have been on small planes where they had to weigh you because they have to, like, balance mm-hmm. the weight. But, you know, we'll see because that summer weight hit different. All right. Absolutely. Those are your big ups and letdowns right here at the Amanda Seals show. And uh, I just want to say... <laughs> Namaste! <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I'm not available to take your call right now, but I want to know what's on your mind. So you know what to do with the beep. Leave me a message. Hi, Amanda. I'm calling in regards to the group chat topic of manners um, and how you talked about how Lil Wayne did not ask his son to stand up when they met Queen Latifah. I can't say whether I agree or disagree, but I'm just speaking on my experience. As somebody who was like, I guess you could say mid to older Gen Z, I was born in 2003, and I was taught, you know, the manners or etiquette of speaking when someone walks through the door or, you know, when you walk into someone's door, speak to, you know, whoever you see who else in there. If it's an elder, like, I don't know, maybe it's like a difference between like what a man should do and what like a woman should do, what a boy should do, what a girl should do. Um, but I was never taught to stand up when someone enters the room. Like to me, that kind of reads as like, I don't know, like something that I saw that people did with like royalty or like, I don't know. So Her name is Queen. Again, I have no opinions, but <laughs> Yeah, this is my personal experience. I was never really taught that. Maybe that's something that stopped after a certain generation. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, her name is Queen. Um, I think in this case, too, it's not like she just entered a room. You know, like she like approached them at a basketball game. They were sitting down, you know, like you just... You know what it is? You rise to meet people. Like even to this day, like if I'm sitting down and someone comes over to say hello to me... I will rise like just as a natural. And if I don't rise a lot of times, it's because I don't care about that person or my back is hurting. It was kind of like, here's Queen Latifah. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was giving me. Oh, they was like, I'm on my phone. Like, yeah, it was very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can't have that. (laughs) Always respect, always respect. Would you think the expectation be different if if the sons were actually daughters, if they were girls? No. No, but I wonder if the expectation would be different if it was um, 
like a male icon, like if Snoop had walked over. Yeah. Oh yeah, they would have stood up for that. You think so? I don't like think so. Like, I don't know. I, I yeah. genuinely don't know. Yeah. I genuinely don't Neither know. Do I, but yeah, yeah. We'll see, because I'm sure that Lil Wayne has now had to have a conversation, or at least with at least one of his children's mothers. <laughs> you got us out here looking crazy. <laughs> we'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. your favorite comedian and common sense specialist today is monday february 19th 2024 and it is on this day in 1942 that the tuskegee airmen were initiated into the u.s armed forces tuskegee airmen of course opened doors and the skies to african-american military pilots which is why it is so preposterous that people are having conversations in this year of 2024 saying that when they get on a plane and they see a black pilot that they're not sure that it's going to land safely i just i'd be like you know what is your concern that that black pilot is going to be possessed by a formerly enslaved person that your family owned and just bring the whole plane down as a get back? Is that what the concern is? Because if not, you ain't got no real reason to feel that way. And that's how I feel about that. Coming up this hour, we've got a moment in black hood history. We've also got more black hood news and we'll check the voicemail. Remember, the phone lines are open 1-855-AMANDA-8. So call us anytime and chime in on any of our topics. We'll be right back to Listen, Laugh and Learn at the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we're going to head on down to ATF, Shouty! Did y'all know that there is a pole dancing class for Mommy and Me? We know now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go to the polls. No, not, not the voting polls. The silver, the long ones, where Pink Pole Studios is facing backlash. Apparently, they're posting a video of a Mommy and Me pole dancing class has got people really turned up. The owner, Tijuana Tia Harris, said people were just over-sexualizing kids, not willing to understand the history behind it, just judging and not wanting to do research to see why we're doing what we're doing. She equates the activity. I'm just going to be non-judgmental about this. She equates the activity to something kids may also do on a playground or monkey bars. Interesting. (laughs) Okay, here's what my homeboy Mark Lamont Hill had to say. A pole dancing studio in Atlanta, of course, course. is receiving backlash from one of its classes called Mommy and Me. It's where moms and little girls ages 4 to 14 can explore a variety of fun pole tricks and spins. That's what they say. An Instagram reel of a sold out inaugural class went viral. Harris added that other clients range from doctors to lawyers to teachers who take classes at pink poles to stay in shape. Okay, but isn't the reality that there's what things are and what you could make them like at the end of the day we know that poles are associated with only two things circus arts and scripping okay she didn't promote it as circus arts she you know it's it's pink poles Mm. and less and when i hear pink i'm talking about going down to the pink 
which is a show about sliding down the pole as a stripper. Okay. <laughs> P Valley. So I just feel like you're also in Atlanta. Like where are we acting? Like we don't know the correlation here. Like these young children are not looking at poles and saying, this reminds me of a jungle gym. They're not. And kids are not blind. Yeah. And what's the history behind pole dancing? Like, is it was it for something else? Because I thought that's what it was originally for strippers. Well, and the cabaret, right? Okay. So there is poles, like the acrobatic, like circus arts of pole, yeah, like which performance, one came first? like Cirque du Soleil. I don't, I don't, I don't have okay. a pole history here. Okay. Um, but I know that regardless of the history, the present, yeah. <laughs> Is that if you're 12 in Atlanta and someone shows you a poll, you like, oh, this is for stripping. You don't say this is for Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. Now, here's some other things that could be done with polls that are actually, you know, perfectly fine, mommy, in the activities. Pole vaulting. Okay. (laughs) Track. You know, it's a track and field event, you know, like, oh, look, I got over, mom. Okay. Got you. Got you. Yeah. 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 Um, Going fishing with a fishing pole. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, I caught it. Reel it in. Reel it in. You know? Okay. Pole racing. I can right. See that. Because, you know, that's like in the car, that's in the, the, you know, in the pole position. That was my video game. I used to love pole position. Okay. And then, you know, you can hike travel or journey to the North or South Pole. You know, go to North Pole, you see some polar bears, go to South Pole, see some penguins. So all of these poles great mommy and me activities that don't involve the connotation of sexualization. So nobody is sexualizing the kids, baby. We sexualizing the poles because they already smell. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like bath and I body mean, work. Yeah. <laughs> they're glitter. They're, they're, they're full of glitter and such. Um, all right. What will, as a father, what is the appropriate age to bring your son to a uh, strip club? I don't think that's a father and son activity to tell you the truth. There like, you have <laughs> it. I don't want to strip club with my dad. What are your thoughts? One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up. We up. We up. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I'm not available to take your call right now, but I want to know what's on your mind. So you know what to do with the beep. Leave me a message. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Let's let's go to the phone line. Hey, 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 hey. What's going on, Amanda? So I got a big up, big up, let down. <laughs> and I just wanted to say the big up goes out to you, Supreme, and TJ for putting on a phenomenal show. <laughs> Man, I am just so excited every day to listen and to hear the news that you all have and to keep us informed. And my let down is that I was sleep snooze fest on y'all, man. And I apologize about that because this show is amazing. And I just wanted to say that, yo, y'all keep doing what y'all doing. I love it. And you have an avid listener now and I'm tuned in every day. Yay! All right, y'all have a good day. Thank you. Salute, salute, salute. 
He sounds like the women who be in our chat on our live and are like, Supreme is handsome. I have no idea. Oh my gosh. Yeah, shout out to the handsome homie Supreme right here. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We're a good looking bunch. Let me just tell you, we're a good looking bunch. You got Supreme over there. You got the Silver Fox, TJ. (laughs) (laughs) And you got me over here who sometimes does my hair. All right. You know what to do. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Word of the day. Okay. Are you ready, Supreme? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. You know this word. This this is the word you know. The word is, actually, I'm going to make it difficult for you. You got to give me both. (laughs) President's Day. Give me a break. (laughs) You got to give me both definitions for this word. The word is callous. Callous. Um, that's the thing on your feet. You can have a callus on your foot, right? Yes. Okay. Um, but like, what is the thing on your foot? Is not that's not a definition. <laughs> okay. Um, I know one. The other def, def, English language is so confusing. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's like somebody that's kind of like heartless or cold, something like yep. that. Yep. Yep. And um, what is the other one? Well, I'm gonna help you out. So it's a hardened piece of skin. Okay, so the callus. You know, you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's yeah. still giving you hardened, not giving. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so the 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 other definition is a hardened piece of skin, uh, and you can get that really kind of anywhere, but mostly that forms on your hands and your feet. Yeah. As a gymnast, you would like work hard to try and get calluses because calluses protect your hands when you're on bars. Oh, really? Yeah. Like if you talk, if you see any gymnasts that like work out every day, look at their hands and you're like, oh, okay, you, you, you is in the gym. Yes. Okay. Calluses on your wrists and on your hands form because of your grips, but they end up being helpful because it protects your hands. Okay. And um, when your hands are too soft, you have rips. Mm, I have my them yeah. on my hand right now from using dumbbells in the gym. There you go. All right. So yeah. let's get some more chalk in there. You know, maybe some gloves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But what he's really trying to tell y'all, he's trying to get right. That's what he's really yeah, trying to tell y'all. He's like, listen, it's February. I still got time <laughs> to do my G Unit album cover for the summer. There you go. <laughs> right? Coming up this hour, we got politicians say the darndest things, and we got 60 second headlines and your big up let down. Remember to follow us on social media at Seal Said It, y'all. And if you miss any part of the show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. All right. This is the Amanda Seal Show. You know what to do. Keep it locked to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And y'all, it is time for another edition of... Politicians say the darnest things. All right. Oh, my God. A Wisconsin state representative named Ron Tussler, who is a former veterinarian, had this to say about abortion. And if you believe that 
a fetus is a human life, then abortion is not healthcare. You know, in my veterinary career, I did thousands of, of ultrasounds on animals, determining pregnancy and that kind of thing. So I think I know mammalian fetal development better than probably anyone here. Let me tell you about being a white man. <laughs> what is it like <laughs> to just really be like, yeah, everything I say makes sense. Did you hear what he just said, Supreme? I don't understand what one had to do with the other and what make that makes him the expert about the whole issue is because he used to be a veterinarian 20 years ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're literally saying women are animals and that ultimately because you was putting an ultrasound on a pig that you could tell whether or not women should get health care. <laughs> That's why the now. segment is called Politicians Say the Darndest <laughs> Thing because we just can't make it make sense. <laughs> like, it's just, it, there's no way. But let's remember, we are going to, we are in an election year. When it comes to the president, that is the least of your worries in voting, okay? Vote for your senators and your Congress and your representatives. Vote for your state senators and representatives. When you're seeing the repeal of Roe v. Wade and it being handed back to states, that's who's determining whether or not you have abortion access. That's going to be who's determining whether or not <laughs> cannabis is uh, legal. That's going to be who is determining, uh, you know, things like the Crown Act, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, pay attention, folks. Don't get caught up in the rah-rah around Biden and Trump, et cetera. I'm not saying that's not important, but please know you have a lot of other things you need to focus on. So don't give all your energy to that. Give your energy to the folks that are in your backyard. All right. We'll be right back. We've got six second headlines. Don't go anywhere. See Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Thank y'all for listening. Spending your President's Day with us. Not talking about presidents because, I mean, if we had spent the whole day talking about presidents, it would have just been a really depressing show. <laughs> like, by the end of the show, y'all would have been like, we're going to have our own January 6th. Let's turn up. <laughs> and I don't want to be credited with that. But we did talk a lot about a lot today. I mean, we did talk about the president in the sense that Snoop Dogg is supporting somebody who is running for president. Uh, we also talked about why more parents are homeschooling their kids these days. We had a big up letdown. And of course, it is Black History Month. So we gave you a moment in Black Hood history. All of that is available for you wherever you get your podcast if you miss the show. So make sure you check that out. And, uh, you know, we, we got for those of us who had a day off, I hope you enjoyed it by relaxing and chilling and not getting in any weird interactions with folks because I swear to you, when you don't have to work and you still end up having to deal with weird people, you'd be like, dang. I just went to work. <laughs> <laughs> that is a word. All right, y'all. I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.